I do believe in magic. I do believe in magic. And today we have a fantastic magical guest with us today, Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell, who's a nutritionist, herbologist, and master and doctor of acupuncture in Chinese medicine. And I'm giving a big hug to all you beautiful earth angels wherever and whenever you might be listening. Today is Monday, May 18th, 2020, and I'm your host, Shishi O'Donnell, coming to you live from Los Angeles, California. I'm a life, love, and relationship coach, divine lifestyle consultant, and certified angel therapy practitioner, and you're now listening to International Angels Network. We're a show that explores angels, healing, metaphysics, and other empowering topics, and we are a live call-in show. So give us a call at 516-453-9162. That is 516-453-9162. You can also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. You'll see a Skype icon on the Blog Talk website while we're live. And make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to speak with Dr. Sheila Campbell, our guest today, or if you'd like a free mini reading, we're going to be taking calls in the second half of the show. So Dr. Um, Campbell is here with us. She, um, she got her doctorate from the Pacific College of Oriental Medicine in San Diego. She has a master's from, uh, of Oriental Medicine from Pacific College of Oriental Medicine in New York. And during her study of Chinese um, medicine, she studied at Yosan University, dedicating her time to understanding the Taoist philosophies of qi cultivation. She also has her undergraduate degree in child development and family and consumer sciences. And over the last decade, her focus has mainly been on teaching holistic health and wellness practices. Sheila is a group facilitator for women's studies. She's an advanced meditator, which, and she's very passionate about, um, uh, about educating people how to create rituals and to maintain their energetic space. She focuses on the interconnectivity of all life, relationship placement, cord cutting, fire cupping, acupuncture, moxibustion, herbology, sacred sexuality, essential oil therapy, tuning forks, pulse balancing, meridian therapy, qigong, and other various massage techniques. So as you can see, uh, she does a lot of things. So it's such so great to have you. It's such an honor. Thank you for being here, Dr. Campbell. Thank you so much for having me today, Gigi. I really appreciate you. Yay. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you. So you have um, created a beautiful course, an immersive course, about sexual, basically sacred sexuality. And... Um, I'd love to talk about that. And, you know, there's such, we have such a, I feel as a human race, we're so in general wounded regarding our sexuality. I mean, everyone who's here is here because someone had sex. But yet we have still in the U.S. especially a very puritanical um, attitude about sexuality and that it's naughty and wrong and bad and all this fear so wh- why do you think that is? That's such a loaded question. Um, so <laughs> real quick, just to, just to go into sacred sexuality and the philosophy behind it, it's true. We all come from sex, you know, and it's such a taboo topic. And 
that's part of the reason why I'm so passionate about teaching it. So human life and human sexuality are absolutely inseparable. And there's this saying nowadays, water is life. And I say sex is life, water is a necessity. Um, and our sexuality is not just about our sexual feelings, thoughts, attractions, behaviors towards other people. It's a, the actual energetic blueprint that creates us and also through our entire life. So here we're looking at understanding our lineage, our child development, psychology, Western science theory, Eastern science theory, and psychic and energetic protection so that we can actually physically create the life that we want to live. And sex is one of the most powerful things that we can do, both in creating the life that we want to live and also just creating life, you know? And so the ancients, when you get really deep into sacred sexuality, they use this, their sexual practice to actually create matter. And like whether it's creating matter into creating a child or creating matter into manifesting into your business, it's all about how you really direct your energy. And so I think that in terms of what's going on in our culture, there's a lot of oppression, you know, of sex is bad and it's naughty and not to be talked about. And I think that we have to really talk about it to heal it, you know, and heal this, like, this darkness around the sexuality and the sexual practice. What is, if you had to, like, say what is the most common problem people, women, come to you work primarily with women or women and men? I work with women and men, but I find myself working a lot with women. And what would you say is the number one problem people come to you for help healing regarding sexuality? There's a lot of shame around sexuality, and it's interesting because there's a lot of unconscious rules around sexuality, too. Like, I'll have women um, that come in, and I even have women that judge other women, where it's like they create rules on when you should sleep with somebody and jumping through hoops before you sleep with someone. And there's just so many different, like, rule dynamics that people place on themselves where I see those as energetic boxes. So it's like if you have, uh, for a woman, for example, that comes in and she has shame around her sexuality, then she might have to drink a lot or something before she feels comfortable having sex. And so a lot of it is teaching people how to be more comfortable in their skin. And then I do see a lot of trauma, too. So people that have been sexually assaulted in one way or another, um, whether it's from actual physical penetration or unwanted sexual energy, And so that's something that we have to deal with as well. And for women, it's a lot of teaching them how to navigate the energy that they're receiving. So we have shame primarily and then trauma, whether it's rape or other kinds of molestation or things like that. So regarding, let's just start with the, let's start with the shame aspect of things. Um, do you think that comes mainly from people who were, ra- who were raised in an extremely religious background and taught that sex is bad and dirty and a sin? Or what do you think, or do you think it's just something that's embedded in our culture, even the secular culture? I think it's both. Where do you think it's shame from? I think it stems from our lineage, you know, and, and these, these dogmatic religious philosophies. And then I think that there's one layer that's that and then there's another layer especially with women where men it's it's kind of cool to be the cool guy and have sex with a lot of girl a lot of women but with for women 
being sexually empowered and sovereign and being able to move your uh, sexual energy however you want it, you can kind of get bad names for that. And people can be very judgmental and uh, where they're not really the same way towards men, you know. So a lot of women feel Mm -hmm. guilty around being sovereign and free in their sexuality and expressing themselves so. So what would you say is something that can liberate someone from who has very deep-seated shame around being a sexual person, having sexual feelings? Um, Do you have some methods that you use to help heal people with that? Yeah, I believe in spiritual connection. You know, I believe in connecting to higher power, whether you believe whatever, in whatever way you believe, you know, but in the Taoist philosophy, it's connecting into the sun and breathing in the sun's energy. So you're breathing in the sun down into your forehead. You're bringing it down into your throat. You're bringing it into your heart, into your core, into your sacrum, and then pulling that energy all the way down into the core of the earth. And I also believe in women and men, too, getting really clear on what is your philosophy. You know, because it's like if you really, if you internally don't really want to, like if you have one of those energies that doesn't really want to share a lot and you find yourself sharing yourself, then that can create that energy. Or you could be an empath and you're just picking up a lot of information from the world. And so that's going to be, one, creating internal boundaries. And then, two, having some type of cleansing ritual where you're not picking up the consciousness and the subconsciousness of the world. You're actually contracting into higher power, into higher consciousness, and really knowing that making love and the creation of love, like the movement of love making is what creates life. And so moving your sexual energy, whether it's a self-practice within yourself or with a partner, is going to actually give you life force. And that is kind of the context of the sacred sexuality part. I mean, I see it like we're made in the image and likeness of the creator. And how does the creator create? Not only does the creator create universes, but it creates people, obviously. And uh, and everything that exists was created. And our way of creating is this sacral chakra or that, like we're talking about, you know, we can create humans or matter, like you're saying, or we can create um, art or other beautiful things but that is that life force energy whether it's used for sexuality or for creativity it's still about creation and in that way it feels so beautiful and like there's nothing more pure and more um that we should be celebrating and talking about more and yet we have this whole like stigma around it that's just like that's still that same shame do you think that's that's the church trying to stop people from being in their power you know, be being aware of their creativity because when you think about little kids, you know they don't have shame. When when people are born, we don't we're not born with shame. You know, we're born free, and then we inherit through our environment, through parents, all this like fear and shame and judgment and things like that. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, when you're a child and you're first learning this, we have to think about our programming. You know, and like when you're born, you go straight into a church. Um, or straight into something, and then they they instantly tell you, you know, if you have sex, you're going to go to hell in the Catholic Church, for example, or you should only be with your partner, where if you study with more of the ancient cultures and the native tribes, they understand that 
um, having sex and the act of having sex and your sexuality is you're supposed to connect to different souls and different spirits. And that is all part of God expressing itself through love and through creation and through, you know, the, the act of making love. And when you, when you think about it in terms of what you're, what you just said, you're creating, you're not taking your sexual energy and you're throwing it out through the lower chakras. When you have an orgasm, you're taking the sexual energy and you're bringing it up from your root chakra all the way into your heart. So it's almost like you're breathing life into whatever it is that you're trying to create or even connecting to your partner. You're not moving your energy that way. And that's considered wasting your chi. So you want to take your chi and you pull it up through the heart center and then you're magnetizing into the universe whatever it is that you're wanting to create. Uh, you know, that's beautiful. I like that way of looking at it. And um, I was raised in a really, really, really strict Catholic fanatical family. And while there were some, and I had 16 years of Catholic education, you know, so I definitely was programmed very strongly with the Catholic belief system. And um, while there are a lot of beautiful parts of being raised, you know, Catholic and Christian and Jesus and unconditional love and love one another and peace be with you, and there's a lot of beautiful things, one thing I feel they got very wrong was this incredible shame programming that started very young. I mean, I, rem- I was, we were told that, you know, mortal sin is real. If you, go, if you have sex before marriage and you die, you're going directly to hell and you will burn for eternity. Can you imagine telling a kid that? And, and I mean, that, and that's even if you masturbate, cool. even if you masturbate or touch yourself, and you think a sexual thought, you know, that you could go to hell if you're not going to confession. And I feel that this was, first of all, let's just say, how illogical is this that God is going to create a human being and give the human being sexual feelings that nobody cannot do? We all have to do that. You, just, get you, know, you, to, you get here through sex. You get here through sex. Yeah, we got here through sex. And then uh, not only that, like when you're 12, 13, you start figuring out this feeling can happen. And it's, it is a oneness experience. An orgasm is the most spiritual thing that I've ever experienced, personally. It's I feel 100% one with God experience. and one with the universe. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, and it has that potential. You know, the orgasm, orgasms open up all of your channels in Chinese medicine. It free flows your chi. It activates your spirit. It connects you to the heavenly realms. And so I personally, on a spiritual level, believe that this, this dogma and this energy around our sexuality is just a darker energy. It's something that's here that we have to really just work through and break this standard and this norm that has been put, out, put over us, you know. And it's not just here in the United States. In some places around the world, it's much, much worse than we have it. But I personally mm-hmm. love how more of the Native tribes look at their sexuality, where it's just, it's part of life. And it's kind of like you need food, you know, you need food to survive and sustain your nutri- like nutrients to sustain your system. And we also need love and touch and connection. And there's so many health benefits, even from a Western standpoint, where you get touched and your neurotransmitters are firing and they're releasing uh, oxytocin and serotonin and dopamine. And those are the same things that are getting released when you take drugs. So your sexuality and your sexual practice has the same effect if you take drugs, if you're doing it right. And I'm part of sacred sexuality practices is 
creating a ritual out of your sexual practice. And I love parts of the Catholic Church, just like you said, there's beautiful parts of it. I love the incense. I love the cleansing ritual. I love the anointing. And I think that bringing some of, some of the sacred philosophies and the cleansing rituals that are seen across the world into the sacred sexuality practice, like cleansing your energy before you even go into the practice of having sex, is going to give you a stronger energetic experience than if you were to just, you know, go into sex without practicing those different techniques and technologies. Mm-hmm. And I think we all could use a good dose, like the average person, of a cleansing. Even the people who are weren't even raised religious, but they're not coming from, you know, they're not sharing their sexuality from a from a perspective of sacred sexuality, quote unquote. But they're just kind of doing whatever they're doing. Like for for the example of the Catholic Church or the experience that I had, I I think there's nothing crueler than taking this little innocent child who has sexual feelings like everyone has, and saying you know, uh, using that to control you, to say you will go to hell if you do not go to confession every week and continue to come here to church and give us money and you need Jesus to save you every week if you have a sexual thought that God gives you all these sexual thoughts. So don't get me started on that. That drives me insane when I think about that. But, but I mean, how we just do want you to look at the so way... Take, oh, go ahead, sorry. Go I was ahead. just going to say, so take the example of a recovering Catholic <laughs> who uh, had so much negative programming around sexuality what would you do for a cleansing ritual of someone who experiences so much shame? And often the irony is, you know, the Catholic girls are the really slutty ones because whatever is repressed will be expressed. Um, you know, that's the flip side of it, you know, because we cannot repress this life force energy. It's impossible. That's why the population is exploding and everything because of all the repression, I think. But wouldn't it be oh, beautiful to have a, just a healing of our culture, of our hu- of human beings, to be able to reclaim sacred sexuality and our sexuality in general? And I think that that's what needs to happen. I think we need to just make a stand and reclaim the sexual practices. And it be just like a yoga practice is a yoga practice. Sexuality should be a practice as well, or qigong practice, where it's like it's, it's, it's part of your week to enter into the chambers of sexuality, just like it's part of your week to go through your yoga practice or part of your week to go to the gym because the sexual experience and getting your energetics moving from the experience of having an orgasm, it's, it's basically like taking an antidepressant. Like, and when people come to me and they want me to prescribe them herbs or they're on antidepressants, I ask them, how many orgasms do you have a week? Because it's, that is an antidepressant in itself is having an orgasm. And so I think that one layer of it, and just speaking on the, the issues with the, within the church and the context of it, if that wasn't such an issue, we wouldn't have seen all of the issues with the Catholic priests with children. And it's like if you repress those types of things, the type of people who are going to go and find that attractive, you know, are people that are sick, you know, because it's like our sexual experience and our sexuality is very much a part of us. And if you want to like a part of Chinese medicine and the Taoist philosophy is studying nature. And I don't know any animals in nature that don't have sex. The same. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. Otherwise and the they whole world contract. would stop. There'd be no more creation of animals, humans, or anyone. That's why and the human see, race continues. You don't, see animals, you don't see animals policing each other, asking about a contract or stoning each other to death to have a sexual experience. You know, they just do it. 
Yeah. Spread the beat, do it. Please do it. Even educated, please do it. <laughs> what do you think? Um, so tell me, you've created a course. This is the, sex, the Sacred Sexuality Immersive. And what inspired you to create that and how, how, um, how does it work? Well, okay, so there's a lot of reasons why I've been inspired to create it. Um, one, I understand the power of sexuality and the amount of energy that moves in sexuality. And I feel like we all waste a lot of energetic potential. Like we all have our, we all have like our lower, middle and higher self. And I felt like I've been studying sacred sexuality for over a decade. And I got involved in it when I went to my first mystery school not over a little under a decade to be exact. So I got involved in it when I went into my first mystery school and I started learning about cords and cord cutting and cleansing rituals really, and how to disconnect from lovers and opening and closing portals and really understanding in the Taoist philosophy, your energetic connections between heaven and earth. And as I've been studying and, and learning from different elders and traveling the world, I just felt like there was a huge piece missing, even within the sacred sexuality um, and the sacred sexuality teachings and the different containers of mystery schools that I've been brought into, like asked to be brought into, like invited into. Because in mystery schools, you get to a certain level and then you get invited to go study in different places. And I felt that there was a lot of lack of sexual integrity. And for me, I mean, you know me pretty well, Cece. We've been working together for a few years now. I'm all about sexual integrity and everyone being sovereign beings. And in sexuality and also with, like, as I've worked over the years with women, helping them in and out of breakups and really figuring out their inner layers and attracting a different style of partner than they've been attracted to before. I felt like this sacred sexuality class that I created was a missing piece from basically 10 years, almost 10 years of study of studying human dynamics and studying sacred sexuality and how people move and navigate through their relationships. Yeah, that's quite a lot of info that you have that most people don't have because of your incredible background, not only as a, uh, you know, a master's degree, a doctorate, and also all these mystery school trainings. Um, so how, so it can, is this a class that's ongoing that people can sign up for, and how does that work? Yeah, so it's a, right now it's a class. It's a five-week module, or you can watch, you can uh, sign up for the course, and then you can go through week by, or the module by module. So I've done it in a five-hour workshop, but the feedback that I've gotten from community members was that it's very heavy. It's not, it's not a woo-woo practice. It's very, very high understanding energetic bonds, understanding chemistry. So the way that I structured it was, one, it's section one is sacred sexuality and opening the gates. And so that's basically getting clear on your intentions, understanding what realm of your body you want to bring this partner into, because I, I have my own beliefs about the way that I want my sexual practice to run, but what I work to do as a practitioner is help my people understand what are their sexual beliefs and what works for them. 
And so when you're looking at the Taoist philosophy, there's different spheres of the body. And just like we did the chakra clearing earlier, there's different energetic spheres. So when you're connecting with somebody, you have to decide and have the intention of what sphere do you want to bring this person into. And so I see women getting in trouble when they meet somebody and then they just bring the person to the highest sphere. Like it's rogue sexuality. And so it's like they meet a guy, they don't really uh, like scout them heavily. And it's just all based on, you know, these, these chemicals that are moving through us because we're attracted to somebody. And right when we get attracted to somebody, we have oxytocin that starts to talk to us. And it's not necessarily our reasonable, logical, is this person beneficial for my life? And so when you learn these different energetic techniques of circuiting your energy from the front and the back of the body and how to reset your brain and how to do different meditations to where you're really understanding your energy, then you can, you can choose if you want to just have a, a sexual experience with somebody and they're not going to go, you're not going all the way with them. And so I believe in, in people understanding what I like to call their energetic algorithms. And so it's basically how they move in and out of their sexuality. Like what are the different things that drive them? What kind of beings are they getting attracted to? So it's a lot of, in the first section, it's a lot of introspective work. And then what we do is we, the second part of it, we go into all the places that we've ever gotten our energy from. And so that's looking at trauma, friends, work, our lineage. So even with you and I being raised in a Catholic background, we have to know that like we have energy that comes in from our Catholic lineage that may not resonate with us. And so we can choose with our consciousness to be in a different sphere, you know, where it's like, I have decided that sexuality is a beautiful thing. And when I connect with people, I connect to God. And so, but like, I still had to do that inner work where I wasn't like waking up the next day and telling myself that I was bad and I was going to hell for like all my sexual (laughs) desires and thoughts and the way that I believe about it. So then we go through a cord cutting ritual of basically just after we've understood what has happened in your past, then we go through a cord cutting ritual to just really clear up all of our energetic lines of the things that are not in the, in service to our higher self and how we serve humanity. So then the next part of it, I go heavy into Western philosophy. And so Western philosophy is quantum physics. It's energetic orbits. It's basically taking a deep dive into atoms and protons, electrons, neutrons, and how everything in this universe moves. So then I take it into biology. I, I um, work with Newton's laws and Einstein's laws. And so we're looking at all of these different laws of basically energy conservation and mass. And so the reason why those are all important before we even go into sacred sexuality is because we need to realize how our atoms arrange within ourselves And then also how they are starting to arrange within other people. And so part of the reason why we look at the beginning part of it, where we're looking at our relationships, we're looking at our philosophies, because when we look at that, we can actually see that we all have patterns that repeat themselves in our lives. And so in order to create change or create the life that we want to live within our soul, we have to understand where we came from to see where we want to go. 
So then I break it down into synapses and neurotransmitters, and I break it down really simply. I know I'm saying a lot of Western science-y stuff, but we go into why is sex like a drug? And when sex is practiced properly, it is, it's totally, it can be such a drug. And even with some of my clients, I mean, I have clients that have been married to their husbands, you know, for 20, 25 years. And it's how do you keep spicing up the sexual practice? How do you create new experiences all the time, even though you've been with this person for a long time? So then from after we have like a really deep background of the Western science, we move into the Eastern science. And Eastern science is all about energetics and motion, which is our emotions. And so when we're looking at our emotions, we're trying to figure out how do people move us and how do we move other people? And so when I ask people that, I ask them to think about, you know, when sometimes, have you ever been in a room, Shishi, where somebody walks in and you instantly get their vibe? It's almost like you've been hit a little bit. And it could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. Cece, are you there? So sorry, I, I muted myself because I guess there oh. is there, there's background noise. My the producer's been texting me to stop to mute myself when I'm not talking. Sorry, I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. It's okay. When someone walks in the room, I can feel them, good, bad, or ugly. I feel the vibe big time. Exactly. So that's their emotions in motion. So whatever they're feeling in that moment or they're feeling in their body, that energy is directed into the room. And so part of these practices are learning how to work and navigate with your emotions and the energy that you, that moves you and the energy that you move, you know? So it's like you, you walk into a room and you move the energetics of the room. And it's like, even most people know who Beyonce is. She's one of those people where she's really mastered herself and she spoke, she has a focus. Like she is always focused and always completely aware of the energy that she is projecting at all times from the time she wakes up to the time she goes to sleep. And so part of the sacred sexuality practice is understanding those laws and understanding how the energetic laws of yin and yang and how things are in opposition, how things are moving constantly. But it's really, it's a self introspective practice where you're aware of your energetic dynamics at all times. And so when we step into that, and we start learning about how does our joy move people? How does it move us? How does worry move and grief and fear and anger? And then taking all of that in and learning how to navigate the energetics of the body. And so part of this course is teaching people the basic fundamentals of these energetic lines on your body and how when you're just sitting there, how your channels will start picking up energy. So in order to go into the actual sacred sexuality piece of it, I feel that we have to move through all of those different layers of understanding ourselves as not only beings in the universe where we're floating around with gravity, but beings in our electromagnetic field, which people, some people could say that's an aura. In Chinese medicine, the aura is considered your wei qi, which is your protective qi. And then there's the channels and the meridians that are constantly picking up, receiving, and spitting out energy. And so after we've really taken a deep dive into that, then we go into sacred sexuality, which is the spiritual sex that's responsible for all energetic ways we, we show up into the world. And then how do we move through yin and yang, apply science theory, and create a proper container for our lovers to manifest their dreams in real time? 
And so when I'm working with people, I'm looking at power is our ability to take our thoughts and turn it into reality and what I, in time, in actual physical time. So you can measure how powerful you are by having a thought and how fast it moves into reality. And so that could be something simple when you're practicing with your lover, where your lover, you know, you're sitting at home and you want like a glass of milk and you have no milk and then your lover is on the way home and then they just stop at the grocery store and they just get milk without any texting, without anything. And it's because you guys have this psychic awareness with one another. And, it's, and, and when you're aware of your projections and you're constantly doing the cleansing rituals of what you're projecting, then your, your energy lines are more clear and precise when you decide to project something. And so part of sacred sexuality is also being very mindful and aware of the thoughts that we're constantly sending out into the universe. So we're not having all this static all the time. That's so unique. And so many people are, are afraid of, like, if, if you're into sacred sexuality and Taoist and Tantra and things, that you're going to be like, just have sex with everybody. But it's the exact opposite. You ha- you're, you're all about bringing awareness, consciousness, and extreme discernment into who you are creating, as you call it, a sacred sexuality container with and how powerful, that's why it's sacred, that it can be when it's brought with, you know, when it's approached with consciousness, heart-centered awareness, and then you can actually develop these kind of telepathic situations where you're fully connected. Um, I've been dating Completely, and you don't want that with everybody. What? And you don't want that with everybody. You don't want that with everybody, exactly. But I remember when I first started dating my boyfriend, we would be in shock how often that we would know what the other was thinking or we'd think of each other and then text right at that time. And it was just, it was insane how strong our connection was. And that's what it can be, you know. And then you have the other side of it, which is uh, because you're not, like I would say, I don't know about the average person, but let's just say the average person in the U.S., they're not, they're not into sacred sexuality, right? I feel like it's either total unconscious sexuality and people, like you were saying, need to get wasted to be able to let those things out because there's so much shame, or it's extreme, um, like, awareness, hyper-awareness. But even those who wait to have sex before marriage, you know, don't have sex before marriage, and then they get married and they find themselves very disappointed often. <laughs> but there's, a, there's not a lot of consciousness around what is sexuality and I love that you're an expert in this. And so what kind of person would you say would be your ideal student or that could benefit from this? I mean, probably everyone could benefit, but not everyone understands the high level that you're speaking to. It kind of, you are looking for people who are ready to have some introspection and awareness and um, high level mystery school kind of teachings. This is no kind of just, it's not baby food. You're talking about... Um, no, for adults. <laughs> yeah, this is really high magic. It's such high magic, and it's, it's a very. I think that people that are ready to to really create in this world and and create the world that, in a prayerful way, that's so interconnected. And I think that people that that feel called for a bigger calling in life, you know, that aren't aren't just mm-hmm. wanting to have sex to go through the motions or marry somebody because. Um, because that's like the next step. And, and honestly, I've had clients that have done that and have married somebody because they felt social pressure and it's the next step and they've made themselves very ill. 
And it's, it's this process that we have to constantly be tuning into ourselves and our spirit and what creator is wanting to create through us. And so with the sacred sexuality practice, I've created four different archetypes, and it's the healer, the lover, the creator, and the mystic. And so I think that in terms of your question, um, what, like, what's my ideal client? I think that every single person, no matter where you're at in your sexual practice, could benefit from learning these technologies because it is what moves us through our life. And it isn't a joke and it isn't this like airy, like weekend uh, Reiki course that you just learn these symbols and you're a Reiki practitioner. It's a bigger call to action of understanding the different archetypes that live in with you and then learning how to ignite your senses and learning how to create an environment and learning how to create a vibe really because it's it's really part of the sacred sexuality practice is you're not just ever having sex to have sex you're always courting your lover and you're always creating a vibe for your lover and you're always wondering like what is the next layer and what is like how can I unpeel this onion to get to know them deeper and using your breath and using the different technologies of igniting the senses to where you can become so much more conscious And so I think that it's for people that are really ready to do the deeper work and know that there's no cap to consciousness. Like the deeper you go, the deeper you can go. And I've been doing this work for 10 years and I'm still almost 10 years and I'm still going deeper and deeper and learning new things and learning new techniques. And and it's a beautiful practice that I just love sharing with people because it changes their lives. It is beautiful, and I think it's so, so needed in the world. Uh, We absolutely need a healing for our wounded human sexual culture and those who are up to the task. So what is that that are ready for this, um, that are open for a breakthrough and and a change in their relationship with sexuality and to enter into the sacred container of what it can be, the incredible high magic, as you say, potential of creating um, that this can have. So how would someone sign up for this course if they were interested? So they can go to nuchi, N-U-C-H-I dot U-S, nuchi dot U-S. And then there's the sacred sexuality course there. Uh, they just sign up through there, and then they'll get an email. You can also write to us at info at nucci.us. So, or, yeah, at info at nucci.us if you have any questions. And then for those of you that have had any type of sexual trauma, I highly recommend taking the sexual healing course that we have. And you can um, sign up. You can subscribe at, at the Nucci website. And then just let us know that you're interested in taking the sexual healing course. It is a, about a 30-minute module on understanding the pathways and the energetic meridians and how to reset your muscles. Because anytime there's any type of sexual trauma, the nervous system actually gets into fight or flight. And then people can have a lot of issues in their lower jowl, which is the root chakra the, and the power chakra. So I recommend if, if any of the listeners have any type of sexual trauma, that course is only $11. I wanted to make it really affordable for those people that need healing in that realm. And so I would start there if you have sexual trauma 
before you go into the sacred sexuality. And then the sacred sexuality is also like it's a five hour module and there's so much information in there that, that can benefit everybody, no matter where they're at in their life. Wonderful. So the website is Nucci, N-U-C-H-I dot U-S. And that's also your Instagram. You can find um, Sheila on on Instagram at Nucci.us or Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell on Instagram or Facebook. And uh, we are going to take a few callers now. So listen to International Angels Network where we explore everything metaphysical, spiritual, mystical, and much more. And we also take your calls for angel messages live on the air. If you're not able to join us live, you can catch the archived podcasts on Apple Music, Pinterest, Potable, Player FM, CastBox, Podtail, Podchaser, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and YouTube Live. And we'd love for you to subscribe on YouTube Live. Just go search YouTube for International Angels Network and then um, click the bell icon to get notifications. And for every 100th subscriber, you'll be entered into a drawing for free gifts. International Angels Network has also got some online certification courses available in metaphysical modalities. To learn more, please visit internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash certifications. So give us a ring at 516-453-9162. Make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to speak with me or call in with specific questions for um, Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell, or if you'd like a free mini reading. And we'd like to um, thank you all for tuning in. I'm Shishi O'Donnell, and I love empowering people through my one-on-one divine life coaching. If you're going through a transition in life, whether with work, relationships, or any area, please contact me for a complimentary 30-minute coaching discovery call, and I can offer some solutions and support to help you live a life that you love that's in alignment with your soul. Uh, you can text me at 323-251-1955 to set that up, 323-251-1955. You can also reach me on angelshishi.com, that's S-H-E-S-H-E. On Instagram, I'm angelshishi, and on Facebook, I'm shishi with a hyphen O'Donnell. So we're now going to take a few calls for some mini readings. We have Khalil, Ka- sorry, Kahalil from Virginia. Are you there, Kahalil? Yes, ma'am. Hi. How can I help you today, or how can we help you, Hi. I should say? I was wondering, um, there was this, um, I don't know if I've talked to you before. I don't think so. I would recognize that name. Well, um, there was this uh, security guard who helped me out, and um, she. I was crying on her shoulder. She was crying with me. She almost cried with mm. me. And um, see, I live in Virginia. And I was wondering if she, um, her emotions, if she was in law enforcement and military, because I live in Virginia, and they said that in order to be private security with arrest powers and a gun, you have to be in law enforcement. And I was wondering if she's seen a lot of stuff uh, in, like, law enforcement or military before um, she came to security, and it touched her, or if she really, like, just understood me or something like that. I feel you're definitely an earth angel. And do you say your name Kahalil? Is am I saying it right? Khalil. 
Oh, just Khalil. Okay, so it's okay. I, I, I'm not sure. Um, so I'm sorry. It looks a little different on what I'm seeing. So Khalil, um, I do feel you are an earth angel and people are drawn to you and you have a heart opening presence. So yes, this person's heart cr- cracked open and she felt connected and I think she has seen a lot of um, stressful, dark things in her time whatever she's doing, you know, and for some reason, sometimes you're there as an earth angel. The card I got for you is focus on service. Your soul desires only to joyfully serve and to swim in a constant stream of bliss. This stream continuously feeds you everything you need. Put your entire focus on staying in this stream of giving and receiving in every situation and all that you do. So do you feel your, have you ever been told you're an earth angel before? I don't remember if I have or not. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I would definitely expect more strangers to come up to you and be interacting with you and possibly crying. (laughs) And you are just being a presence of healing, a beneficial presence with your energy as you're just showing up. So I would say keep up the good work. Um, You don't have to obsess over the, the every detail, like what exactly did it mean that she's crying, I don't feel, but I do feel that you have a very healing, loving, genuine, angel-like presence. Thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to know, or would you like any information from your angels for you personally? I was wondering if, like, in in Virginia, if, since you're a psychic reader, if in Virginia, if you, um, in order to be, like, private security, you have to be, like, in law enforcement, no, you don't have to be in law enforcement to be in security. Is that something you think you oh. might want to get into? I'm not sure, but there might be some other people. And I was read that in, like, armed security, like, you have to be in law enforcement. Oh, armed security. What is it that is making you think about this? Are you drawn to being in armed security? Well, I'm drawn to stuff like this, but I'm drawn for them, like, to, like, be around them, like, in case something goes bad. And I was told that um, majority, I was told that in Virginia, the state, if you uh, have arrest powers and you have a gun and you're armed security, you have to be um, for law enforcement and military at the same time, have to be former. Okay. Well, I'm not I'm not 100% sure on that, but I'm sure if Father Google knows that if you just want to Google it. But thank you so much for your call, love. I hope that you have Welcome. a wonderful rest of your evening. You too. Thank you. Okay. We have Mar- Rosemarie from New Jersey. Are you there, Rosemarie? Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing good. Do you have a question for Dr. Campbell or, or um, just want an uh, angel reading, a mini reading? What can we help you with? Tonight? Sure, a mini reading or angel reading or whatever you can get because okay. I'm working on everything, if that makes sense. Do you have any area, a specific area of interest that you'd like to focus on? Uh, long-term relationship or finances, jobs. Relationship I, or finances. One. Okay. So let's tune in and see. Okay, well, I got energy work, um, so I think they're going to talk about energy for you. Um, Have you done energy clearing on yourself to make room for love in your heart? Okay, and are you an energy healer? Um, somewhat, somewhat. 
It says, okay, so it says life can be electrifying because its very essence is energy. Your body is a remarkable energy field that will positively respond to loving treatments. Your hands and heart are activated to give healing energy to your loved ones and clients. So even if you're not professionally an energy worker, the angels are drawing attention to energy healing and energy is being very important for you. And I do feel you're very energetically healing. So regarding relationships and attracting love, um, continue the good work of opening up your energy field um, to allow love and practice really sending love to yourself. Um, and in regarding work, I did re- get the card Shower of Abundance. To heal your financial situation, give us your worries concerning money. We will guide you in order to show you how to create and accept abundance. As we work together, your financial situation will heal as fast as, you're allow- as you allow. Have you? Did you apply for unemployment? Yeah, I'm still pending. It's pending? Yes. Okay, because I feel like that's going to come through for you. So let's just imagine that it goes through with no problems. You have money coming in. And then as far as work, have, are you looking for a career change? Because I feel the angels would like you to have a career change. Um. Yeah, pretty much what I'm used to, yeah. So the card I got regarding work is indecision. So it shows someone thinking about going to the left or to the right. It's like at a fork in the road. That's you. Are you trying to decide between different areas um, of work or you have no idea wait, what you want to do? I have an idea, but I'm waiting on a response for like a partner for the business. You're, wait, you're waiting on response from a partner? Right. So... All right. So what is so this is thinking about starting a company with someone? Uh yeah. So do you feel excitement about that? I do at this point. It's like uh, it's like long enough waiting for the answer. If that makes sense. That I feel like that's not happening at least not right now. So you want to walk through the doors that open instead of trying to bang on the doors that are not opening, if that makes sense. So is there some other thing that you've really had a long-held desire to do? Uh, if I want something else. Um, yeah, that's not opening either. So I don't know which way to go now. <laughs> what What is the other thing that you really want to do that you've uh, wanted to do from childhood that you? I feel like there's some dream that you're giving up on? I was dreaming to open a B&B, like a nail salon type of thing. You'd like to open a nail salon? Is that what you're saying? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that so for right now, that's not opening, obviously, <laughs> for many reasons, but <laughs> one of it's the pandemic. But I did pull the card a man <laughs> holding a coin, which means uh, there is a potential financial advisor or an or investor, a male, that can help you create something, or it could also be another job possibility. So is there someone who's well-connected that's coming to mind right now that's regarding um, money and work? Yes. That's the one that's not responding to me. (laughs) Oh, he's the one that's not responding to you? Right. Huh. Okay, well, don't give up on that. I feel that is going to come through. It's just temporarily not opening. That door is not opening temporarily, but it is going to come through. So it's really important, honey, you, you know, that it sounds like you're kind of giving up faith a little bit, Rosemary. I don't know if, yeah. that's, if I'm just picking that up. 
And the angels do not want you to kind of get jaded and lose hope or lose faith. They want you to have that, you know, um, Pollyanna a little bit more like, you're not going to turn into Pollyanna overnight, but I mean a little bit more positive, (laughs) like miracles happen, like um, good comes to me. I just, you know, put your arms up to the heavens and say, I accept good graciously into my life right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, And just get your faith back, if that makes sense. Yes. They want you to keep the faith and keep your eyes focused on what it is that you want in your life. I know it's a very weird time on planet Earth. Anyway, yeah. thank you, thank you so much for your call, Rosemary, and um, sending you a lot of love. Thank you for taking the call. Be safe. Okay, my pleasure. Hi, Sheila. How are you doing? Good. Are you hanging in there? Yeah, I'm good. Are you wondering what's going on? <laughs> no, no. This is the time. Oh, okay, good. Um, so we are basically at a place where many people are confused about what to do, and that's the whole thing that's kind of a gift, that this is a holding pattern of um, you get it, you finally get to go within and decide who am I, why am I here, and what is my highest calling. You know, some people have been using the two months of this pandemic to just watch video games and TV or computers and movies and Netflix and blah, blah, blah. And that's okay. You know, we are a little traumatized, and it's fine to do some of that. But there's nothing more powerful like you've been doing, really, in action. I've been in action. This is a great time to let go of the apathy, let go of the fear, and ask things like, if anything were possible, what would I really want to do? And if anything were possible, what is the service that I can offer, like with your gifts and so forth? So um, how have you been dealing with the pandemic? Has it affected you, Sheila, in your life with your work? It's so interesting because with the pandemic, when it very first happened, my practice, I mean, I had most of my clients cancel, so I went to having a full schedule to 80% clear, and then it went to 90% clear, and I almost, I I called my parents, and I just said, I think I might just come home until this whole thing blows over, and my dad said, no, you're so resourceful. Um, I will like just really use this time to meditate and cultivate and basically what you just said, Shishi, like what is the offering and, and how can I navigate? And I sat with myself and I got so clear on it and I ended up changing my entire business structure. And this structure that I created is all about the ancient healing modern world and all the different ways that we can use the ancient technologies to heal ourselves from pain management to thriving through breast cancer. I have the sacred sexuality course. I have a holistic healing course. So I have been a busy girl this whole time. And then on top of that, I created an herbal formula, herbal formulas and herbal tinctures for the whole sacred sexuality line. So I've really used this time to get really deep on my purpose on the planet. And I've really enjoyed it. And that's so beautiful, and hopefully it's not too um, guilt-inducing to the people who are listening who haven't been up to big things, but we're meaning this to be an inspiration, is that this can be a time of not only like, oh, no, like the world stopped and it's never going to be the same. It can be a rebirth or a renaissance and a fresh breath of life into who you are, 
you deciding what is your gifts and what is the service you have to offer and putting it out there in a, in, you know, to the world. Our world will never be the same. You know, some of that's bad, but mostly it's good. And, you know, if you are someone whose job was only an in-person job, things, you know, this is not a bad time to start looking at how can I offer my services virtually. You know, what, what are the options where you can do online courses or online different, different ways, you know, online stores. There is a virtual world. You know, at some point we are going to get back to interacting with people one-on-one. And you were, you, you were mainly doing a lot of acupuncture in person, right, Sheila? And that's all impossible to do right now. So look yeah, at what, I was what doing you, acupuncture. I was doing a lot of events. And events, yeah. And so when God closes one door, another door opens, and the other door that's opened is the amazing um, other things that you've been able to birth and bring into reality that are going to help so many people. So this can be the um, silver lining of the sh- of the um, the silver lining that's there. So I am so grateful that you were able to join us tonight, Sheila. Um, what, one more time, can you please tell our audience and members what is the best way to reach you if they would like to sign up for your courses? You have the $11 sexual healing one, and then you have a more immersive sacred sexuality course, and that's on your website, which is? It is nuchi.us. That's N-U-C-H-I dot U-S. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell. Yes, awesome. And I'm Shishi O'Donnell for International Angels Network. Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you again, Dr. Sheila Campbell, for being with us. I wish you all a beautiful week, and let the angels help lift you up on their wings to the highest version of your life purpose and guide you to where you're needing to put your energy next. Many blessings, much love. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next Monday, same time, same channel, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Thank you. Have a great week.